Genre. Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate the movie Spider-Man one Osborne hugging minute at a time. I'm Scott <laughs> Corelli. I'm Zach Luna. And I'm Gary Roby. Welcome back, Gary. Thanks for having me, you guys. Oh, happy, man. It's been a blast having you on this week. Absolutely. Um, right? I'm having so much fun. <laughs> uh, so, Minute 98, uh, which starts with uh, Harry saying, you're an important man, I understand. <laughs> and ends with uh, Aunt May commenting that uh, Peter hasn't hasn't smiled since MJ was here. Oh, no. uh oh, no. she knew she was awake. Oh, the reveal! <gasps> the whole time. How dare she? <laughs> Been waiting a week <laughs> for this reveal. Hugging, <laughs> 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 uh, hugging's good, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Unless- Unless your dad's the Green Goblin, I guess. Right, yeah, but even still, starved for affection. Um, we have, um, we talked about it earlier in the week. That this, um, the the big visual metaphor of the stairs, you know, uh, the the father being far above him, them coming close together, and then sort of meeting and almost becoming equals. Yeah, even though it's very manipulative. Now we have the the meeting. Um, but I like. I... Yeah, go ahead. I like that it's him coming, like, the final bit of yeah. it is, is Norman coming down the stairs. Yeah, to yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a nice, like, um, gesture on his part. And he even goes so far to, um, he says, I'm proud of you out yeah. loud at the beginning of this. And I'm like, boy, that's what, that's what Harry's been waiting to hear for years and years. <laughs> that's all he's right? wanted. Yeah. If he could just be half the man his father is. <sighs> Right, and now they're they're one and the same. They literally become a single being. In yeah, in their yeah. in their hug, and we land in that that like noirish two shot right before the uh, um the hug. And uh, Norman gives us a vocab lesson, I guess. Like this, <laughs> this line about rectifying certain inequities. Um, for some, stuck out of my brain so hard the first time I watched this movie. Like it's he's so it's so sinisterly delivered, but he's doing it because he's mm-hmm. generous. I guess he's being generous yeah, to his son there. Rectify. It's like ugh. it's such a weird line. It's so weird. It's so weird. written on the page. It seems weird, but his delivery is like so spot on. Oh, yeah. it's incredible. Yeah, like I, it's believable despite like, the fact no that it's, human like, would weird. say these words, but I believe no. he would. Yes, yeah. yes. It's so ridiculous. He means it. Yeah, but he means it. Yeah. I'm going to rectify certain inequities. Yeah. What does my note say? He sells the, well, uh, word I won't say on the podcast. He sells the crud out yes. of it. Yes. Yeah, he really does. 
Absolutely. Willem Dafoe is just so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is uh there is one extra bit that they cut out of of Ooh. this scene. Um, really? Yeah, because uh I assume it was it would have happened instead of the music swell and they ended up just going with the music swell and playing off of uh off of off of Franco's just like oh my god I've wanted this for so long <laughs> uh expression on his face. Um, but, uh, what is actually, um, happening is after they're, after they're hugging, uh, Norman says, I love you, son, which I assume is what he's saying in Harry's ear. Okay. In that final shot where he. And so the the music swell sort of is a stand in for that line. Right. Yeah. I getcha. We're making the text subtext, I guess. Uh, right right so they they uh they decided to to let it stay subtext or bring it back to subtext or whatever because they (laughs) they removed the text Um, i think that's a good call yeah i think so too i i I like it i like it as it is uh because i don't know it feels because of how meaningful that would be to harry it uh-huh. almost feels like it's none of our business. <laughs> is that weird? Yeah. No, no, no. I think that you're onto something there. Yeah. Well, this isn't Harry's story. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but we're not we're not watching Harry's story. We're watching Peter. So like, yeah. Oh, right. Right. Already, it's weird that we're getting this scene, right? Because because mm-hmm. Peter's not uh-huh. in it, um, and not involved in it, uh, and so like I don't know to get something like a very private moment for harry and something that would be so meaningful to him just feels like we're intruding yeah 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 Yeah. Uh uh-huh yeah this isn't meant for us really yeah right it's none of our business we got it yeah yeah uh and then we get the shot that i for the life of me Every single time I've ever seen this movie ever, including, you know, the seven times I watched this scene for this for the show, (laughs) taking my notes. I cannot for the life of me ever remember that this exists. Um, (laughs) It feels so unnecessary. What we're referring to is the the weird goblin jump scare in Peter's dream where he (laughs) the goblin leaps toward camera and. He's like a triple exposure or something. There's many. Yeah, it's of like them. a it's it, it's like a goblin kaleidoscope. Yes. Yes. Why goblin kaleidoscope? And he's not even saying words. He's just like Rah! at the. Well, camera. then he says, "Wake up, little spider." Yeah. Wake up, and then that transitions into Aunt May saying, "Saying wake, wake up, up, wake up." Yeah. Which, Aww. which, by the way, is because okay, so so not to not to jump ahead, we have lots. We'll have lots to discuss about this when we get to it in Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. But there, there is that scene that a lot of people point to and say, oh, Aunt May knew all, the, all along that he was Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, is, is the fact that the goblin in his dream is saying, wake up, little spider, wake up. And then it transitions into her saying, <gasps> wake up. Was she oh. saying, wake up, little spider to him? <laughs> oh, what? I don't. Mm, I I don't think so, but I like I, I like not. that headspace. It feels too on the nose. 
Like maybe just because he's sleeping and he won't know I'm saying it. I'll throw it in there. Yeah. How do you yeah. How do you guys feel about the like Aunt May knowing the truth about Peter? I I vastly prefer it always. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I I think it's I I think it's important that Peter has someone to confide in about yeah. uh-huh. being Spider Man. Yeah. Um I don't like sure. it when he has no one because then he gets angsty and I don't like angsty Peter Parker. Right. I agree with you. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But do you think do you think it's something that like she figured should there be a reveal or is it she's just she no. knows Peter. She's yeah, raised I think him she since just, he was a child. Like she's aware of what he's doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think she just knows her nephew enough yeah. that she just knows what he's up to. Well, I think it makes this line that she's going to deliver about him not being Superman mean that much more. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's- yeah. I'm, I'm firmly in the camp of Aunt May figures it out at some point during this Fairly movie soon. and just uh-huh. doesn't, just well, doesn't. You, I almost feel like after, after the goblin thing. comes for her, she should be pretty aware that like, yep. Oh, like I was a target and there's no other reason for her to be a target. Right. Yeah. 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 It's, it almost reminds me of like, if you were a kid doing something, you thought you were really sneaky, and then like later your parents are like, "No, we 100 percent knew you were like sneaking out of the house." Yeah, like we we were yeah. aware. You know, you're not that good at covering your tracks, but they they know the like you know what limits that you kid, can or can't push kids, against. Right, kids, uh-huh. kids got a kid, so just let yeah, them, yeah, let sure. them, let them think they're being rebellious, but really, I they know what they're doing, and uh-huh. and yeah. it's fine. Yeah. I know, I know that. <laughs> It's an unpopular opinion, but like I, I watched the entirety of the Ultimate Spider-Man TV show. Oh wow! When it was running, mm-hmm. and uh, they sort of end that show with like Aunt May finally telling him, like, "Oh, I've known you've been this the whole time," mm-hmm. and uh, and they did it in this really. I, I felt like it was this really sort of touching moment for the two of them because the sh- the se- the series have been going on for quite a few seasons i think at the point where they finally did that reveal mm-hmm. and uh and the stakes are all the way up because it's like the game master or whoever that's like the contest of champions style thing that they did at the end of that series mm-hmm. and uh the world is in danger and she's like no like you need to go be spider-man like that is who you are like she's known the whole time and i really like appreciate that and and I think if you're not going to go with the you know heartbreak make a scene of it, um, yeah, discovery. I I do like this approach of May not being totally clueless and just mm-hmm. sort of hinting at it, um, mm-hmm. which is a roundabout way to say I don't think she's saying little spider, but she could little have. spider. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's too on the nose if if it's her words. Uh, I mean, I don't, I guess, I don't know. I don't, I guess I don't, I don't know what you mean by on the nose. What do you mean? I mean, like, I, I don't know if she, I almost feel like she doesn't want him to know that she understands or oh. that she know. like it doesn't, it seems like both of them are keeping it. He's keeping a secret about who he is and She's protecting that secret by not telling him, oh, I'm well aware of what you're doing. Yeah. Uh Yeah. And I think I think that if she's calling him little spider, especially because she's trying to wake him up, I think that that's that that would be her 
kind of showing her hand a little too much. Mm. Yeah, I see. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. The gift that she's giving him is to let uh-huh, him is keep is on. letting him have his secret exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's nice. That makes sense. Yeah. Um. This is this is a very genuinely like uh um motherly moment. I think I think it pl- like I very much believe Toby is very tired here. I and the like uh-huh. rubbing his head and getting up. Just that idea of. Yeah, you're an adult, or you're becoming an adult. I, f- I forget. Uh, you know, yeah. But every once in a while, and especially when you're sleepy, you're still a little kid, and like, mm-hmm. just wake up, buddy. Come on. And the, the way he looks around, like with one eye more closed than the other, and then he realizes uh-huh. where he is. Like that, just that's a moment of humanity that I love. I'm like, yeah, I've been there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a it's a very grandma thing to do. Mm-hmm. 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 Because uh, not just waking he, up, but, but waking uh, him up to tell him to go home. Yeah, like, I, you don't need I, to look after the the this yeah. line. Um, what is he working? This on? is like one of those lines where it it Homework? it just it doesn't it doesn't. He's graduated already by now, right? Yes, he's not in high school, right? Uh, right. He's not in college yet. I don't think. Right or no, he is. He's a freshman. I think they're in school. Is he right? Yeah, because oh, yeah, we yeah, had, Harry, Harry was like, yeah, "I need help with this." Right. I don't understand it. Yeah, they'd have so to be. They'd have to. Now. They'd have to be oh, too, and because oh, it was okay. Thanksgiving, um, mm-hmm. it's so easy to forget that he's like taking classes. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> very, very. It doesn't easy feel like that's forget. going on in his life at all. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, she even comments on him going to school, like in this very minute. <laughs> yeah, and right. I still so, forget okay. that he's in school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some yeah. sort of highlighter involving homework. Uh, uh-huh. Maybe an article he's got to read for something. It looks like he's highlighting his own notes because he's got like a spiral notebook. Yeah, maybe he... Mm. He like took notes and now he's like, these are the important parts that I want to remember. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is yeah. what we're going to be tested on. Test that on, makes sense. Yeah. Um, this, uh, this bit where she says, uh, you know, go home, get some sleep. You look awful. And he says, and you look beautiful. Uh, I look. I love Ernest as much as anybody else, but um, <laughs> this we this, do have this, to draw this, the line somewhere. <laughs> yeah, this is a bit much. This is a bit much. Um, I uh, I I I feel like you could have played that a little a little more coyly, like like you know, yeah. like the way that you you just sort of a flirt isn't the right word, but that way. <laughs> That way that you you talk to like your your grandma or you know yeah. old ladies where you they can be you're, playful. You're, yeah, you're like kind of playful. Like I feel yeah. like I feel like that line should have been played a little more playful. He's flattering than, her. Yeah, than well, it is. And again, not just that he's flattering her. He's flattering her to like uh, point out how mean it is to say he looks awful. Like it's funny right that she says <laughs> exactly. he looks awful. And and he's trying to like sort of throw that back in her face there, but yeah. if he does it just as like you look beautiful, it doesn't work, you know, like yeah, right. Yeah. And so and so it doesn't it doesn't quite work. Like yeah. if he would have been if she like you look awful, and he's like, well, you look beautiful, <laughs> <laughs> you jerk. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there's uh, it's just it's not. Uh, yeah, it doesn't quite work. I I, I don't think it quite lands. Uh, the way it was probably meant to land uh, yeah. when it was written. Yeah. Mm. What I do, what I do think lands is the Superman bit. I think that yeah. is one oh, of yeah. my mm-hmm. favorite little like 
Peter and May bits. Uh, yeah. I'm so happy that I'm here for this line. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a great line. It's a trailer it's line. A, yeah, yeah, it's a trailer line. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, except the uh, the trailer line, uh, Peter's reaction to it is completely different. Yeah, uh, they use like, <laughs> I think it's an earlier scene of him like, I don't know, maybe it's uh, Thanksgiving or something, but him looking uh, to the side worried is what they use in the uh, in the trailer. Like she says the line. Right. Oh, no, like, she knows. What? Like worried. But this just yeah. that he laughs just so genuinely at it is is great. This is like Peter and May, their relationship personified. Have, have, <laughs> is this the first time that there's been? It's interesting to me that she's making a DC Comics reference. Yeah, like like those comic, but like Superman and Batman comic books exist in the world of Sam Raimi's Spider Man. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I find that really interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, does. I, I, Assuming, assuming that that's what she's referencing, she could just be, you know, <laughs> like you're not say, putting the word man. super and man together. <laughs> and it's us, us, the outsider who's like pointing and going, oh, Superman, like Clark Kent. Right. You're, you know, but step further here. Right. So obviously this line is fun because it's a fun thing to say to Spider-Man, but it, yeah. secondarily, it's fun because of how much of a debt this film owes to Richard Donner's Superman in uh-huh. tone and style and over, and over references. Now, here's where my brain has, has leapt to. What if, not only in the world of this movie do Superman comics exist, but Richard Donner's Superman movie exists? And that's Ooh. what she's referencing. Because in, in my head now, like weeks and weeks back in uh, the World Unity Festival moment, maybe when Peter... Does the thing where he opens up his chest, you know, oh. he yes. is himself referencing, not just the movie is referencing uh, Donner Superman. I love but it. <laughs> <laughs> he feels, he does feel like he's that Richard Donner Superman yeah. as he pulls his shirt open is like, I'm going to save the day. That's perfect. I love I that. I love it. I've always wanted to do this. Dun, 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 dun. Yes. Uh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh i i at the moment um am working one of my jobs i work at a, a bar in the movie theater that i work at but when <laughs> homecoming came out um because we have like the collared button down shirt as the bartender but i tend uh-huh. to wear an undershirt yeah so the entire time that homecoming was running my undershirt i was wearing the spidey shirt yes! just so that i could pull the buttons yes! open and be like uh-huh. yes i'm spider-man it's my it's favorite thing it's the best that's so oh, it's so great uh, i my my one like regret with my really elaborate spidey suit uh, i do love it but my one regret is that you can't do that with it because the if you um if you go for a presentation suit that is some uh-huh. like the um the ones in this film it's all one piece so your gloves are attached to the oh, suit oh yeah so yeah you so you can't you can't wear it under something because the gloves right. are still the gloves yeah your fingers I are see. still gonna look like spider-man so i i've never been yeah. able to properly do that move with my nice suit i've you know done it with like halloween spider-man suits a million times sure but i've <laughs> the one the one thing i don't get out of it that i miss is da, 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 da. Oh, that'd be the that's the dream <laughs> yeah i'll just build a second one that's just like a t-shirt or something <laughs> just to have the gloves separate yeah. so you can do the like pulling your shirt open move yeah i think that's the coolest i think that's one of the coolest su- superhero things is oh, like yeah. wearing your suit under your clothing yeah. just in case yeah mm-hmm. it's a perfect visual representation of a secret identity 
like yeah mm-hmm. yeah like literally like with with a pop of a few buttons mm-hmm. you're somebody else yeah you're the hero now or or that or the indulgent part of like you know walking around in your day-to-day life and people just see your outward appearance but under uh-huh. here i'm but under it yeah you've yeah. got this you're ready you've already you're prepared yeah oh, i love that i love that so much superman <laughs> like, I, I i could be superman yeah heck yeah be something they still do they still do it with like the you know the arc reactor and iron man and uh, they do other, they do like yeah that. yeah yeah although in that case you can you can see it under a shirt because everyone knows it's <laughs> it glows uh-huh. yeah. it's because there's no secret identity <laughs> i i i watched um just speaking of marvel and no secret identity i just watched defenders and i really love that like matt murdoch's the only one that's still hiding his face right. and everyone else is just like what are you doing <laughs> there was oh man i tweeted somebody tweeted uh that screen cap of them all standing together and daredevils in his whole outfit and they just captioned it when you roll up to the con with your one friend that takes cosplay way <laughs> more seriously than the rest of you and i was like yeah. oh man that cuts deep that yeah it's <laughs> like that's me i have i have worn that helmet by the way the daredevil helmet oh um, <gasps> that's rad i love yeah that. I ha- well i worked at the um the company that made the suits for season one i didn't help oh. out on them but they were there Ooh. um i think i was we were working on um some stuff for captain america civil war at the time um Ooh. but they still had the daredevil stuff out there and there was one whole conversation about the uh the head shape of the lead uh stuntman versus charlie cox is different and so that you had to sculpt them on different you know busts to get them to fit and oh. one test pull they made didn't fit properly and they're like well will it fit on anyone they're like here put this on i was like Are you want me to put on daredevil's helmet like, that's awesome because i had a a size large head or whatever and they're like yeah can you try it and so i remember pulling it on and trying to look out of those eyes and be like i'm gonna remember this for a while this is me Daredevil's cow. Awesome. Uh, yeah, well, here's hoping that for season three, you get a job uh, because Building they're redesigning that costume. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, fingers crossed, man. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because uh, I'd really like to see. <laughs> yeah, I'd really like to see Daredevil's nose. Um, yep, yep. That's kind of like the I, one thing you need that makes him different than like a Batman mask. You kind of yep. need to. Yep, that's important. Yep. Yeah. Mm hmm. Also, more red, less black, uh, mm-hmm. and more red, red, not burgundy like red. or whatever yeah, it, it should is. Be yep, yep. I feel like it should be red. Yeah. Look, I have a lot of issues with that costume. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, we just get this like really, this really sweet scene, and yeah, that that bit where he he very much just like laughs at the at the Superman thing. Um, it's, you know, we talk a lot about, uh, these movies compared to the amazing Spider-Man ones. And and the thing that we always come back to is that, uh, the amazing Spider-Man movies, the, 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 the scenes, like it's sort they're sort of acted more naturally. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, those, those three characters in amazing Spider-Man two, notwithstanding, um, <laughs> everyone sort of acts more. I guess four, four characters. Um, yeah, three and a half, three and a half. Yeah, we'll call it three um, and a half. Yeah. 
Three and a half. Uh, outside of those three and a half characters in Amazing Spider-Man 2, the Amazing Spider-Man movies, the acting style is a little more naturalistic. Yeah. Sure. A little and more like an indie feature. People are stumbling and, you know, mumbling a bit more. I totally right. just, I, I think of that moment in the first one when he's talking to Gwen in the school, in the yes. hallway. Yes. Like, yes. 100%. When I watched that movie the first time, I was like, oh, like, that kid is me. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um. But but uh, so these movies don't have a lot of naturalistic acting in them because uh -huh. that's not what they're trying to do. You know, we we they're trying to recall old school Hollywood and, uh -huh. and things like that. Um. But that bit where he laughs at her calling him Superman is probably the most naturalistic acting in the whole movie. Um, yeah. almost like, you know, it's in the script, so this isn't the case, Yeah, but it, it's almost as if Toby didn't know that line was coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And is like yeah. genuinely laughing. Like it's that natural. Yeah. Um, I really, like maybe I really she like said it. something different just to catch him off guard. And uh -huh. that yeah. Use. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Something like that, because he is very naturally laughing in a way that this movie doesn't do a lot of. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, yeah, it doesn't feel like he's really, trying to cover something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really good moment. I like it a lot. Um, I think it's uh, like that, that laugh that Toby gives is just like the way his whole face just sort of curls up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> as he's laughing and then he has to like look away um it's really yeah I, I think i think you might be honest on something zach i think mm. i think maybe uh Ro rosemary harris like said a dirty joke and he was like what <laughs> <laughs> and then sam's like cut print that's it that's the one we want yeah that's the one there you go <laughs> uh, yeah it definitely feels that way it feels like it feels like a blooper moment, not like a yeah. moment yeah, that's exactly. part of the, the actual scene. It's, it, mm -hmm. it is that natural feeling. It yeah. feels like Toby's breaking. Yeah. It's nice. It's, yeah, it's really good. It's warm and fun. Um, is this his first scene with this like, big blue? I mean, he, did he have it? the big blue scene in the earlier hospital? The big blue sweater in the earlier hospital scenes? <laughs> the big blue scene. Yeah. God. Oh, he's had this the whole time. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Just, it looks so much more... Like blue? the color of his <laughs> blue parts of his suit in this scene. I don't oh, know yeah. what it is in my brain, but like this is, I think the most overt that the like you know oh let's match the color of your outfit to the color of your costume. Oh oh oh! So this is all the same. For, I don't know why it's only been a couple minutes, but this mm. is all the same day. He's just been here since he talked to Mary Jane. Yeah, right. I guess yeah, because yeah. he's wearing the same thing. Like right. we only cut away for the minute for. For uh, Harry, Harry Osborne, yeah. yeah, and they and 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 Norm uh, like Harry so was wearing the outfit, he, and the yeah. and Harry was wearing the outfit he was wearing at the hospital. Yeah, so. you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why it so, feels yeah, like a different day. day, but yeah. Well, because it's yeah. night. It's nighttime. It was night, and he was sleeping. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, and then and then also, you know, you're gonna get different colors out of the uh, out of the clothes with the different lighting. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, because yeah. we had seems the, a lot darker now, but it's probably not. Um, right. Well, because we had the we had the natural lighting in the last the last time we were in the scene. Yeah. Uh, and now now we're using like the the actual like you know yellow I don't know fluorescent or whatever. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Hospital lighting. 
hospital so lighting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually, um, it's a little too flattering, uh, to be honest. Um, <laughs> hospital lighting is usually fluorescent, and that's like ugly white light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and this it's like, is. It's just a share, a sh- just a hair. I don't know why I keep. I'm doing a lot of like smashing words together today, uh, but it's just a hair too bright in there. Like uh-huh. in the hospital, so like your eyes are just a little bit like, oh no. Well, and there's actually there's there's a placement of um, the backlight is really not good. It, it, like, and this <laughs> is why this is why I think it it was a breaking moment of him laughing because I have it paused at 51 seconds and mm. in the middle of his break, and you can see the backlight is shining in him on him in a very unnatural way, which oh, makes yeah. me think he has moved his head out of its proper spot right like when we planned this he wasn't going to move this much uh, when we right. lit this yeah yeah right that's why i'm pr- yeah i think i think you're i think you're dead on zach i think this uh-huh. is a this is a natural break this is yeah. this is actually him breaking character and yeah. they they used it because it works it, it uh-huh. does <sighs> yeah it's so it's it's it, because it legitimately feels like a genuine moment yeah yeah uh-huh Absolutely. Yeah, because that that backlight, like that's coming from nowhere. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like why is there just a giant light shining on Peter just yeah. off camera? That seems weird. <laughs> um, had to see his hair. We had to see it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's about all I have for this minute. Are there any other? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, so, um, so Gary, uh, what, 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 what? Do you remember seeing this movie for the first time? Oh my goodness. I don't think I saw this in the theater. But mm. I do remember having the DVD and watching it over and over again. Mm-hmm. As a as I must have been in I must have been in middle school, I guess. Like 2002ish, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I must have been like 6th, 7th grade and um and just watching it a lot. And I I really loved Tobe Maguire Spider-Man. You know, like I think I, you know, I, I had mentioned yesterday I was kind of aware of the character of Spider-Man, and I, at, at this point before the movie came out, I had been sort of projecting myself very heavily onto who Peter was. <laughs> sure, yeah. And um, seeing the movie and seeing Tobey Maguire, like I really loved his character in this movie, despite the fact that he felt so much older than I was, mm-hmm. like. Cause he graduates, he graduates in this movie and, right. uh, and yet I still felt you could, I could still identify with him. Um, I loved this movie. I loved Spider-Man too. And then I don't, I don't think I've, no, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm pretty positive that I've never seen Spider-Man three. Oh, wow. <laughs> I oh. think, I think that I had heard, I think I just heard really negative things about it. And I, I sort of stood away from that and I just never took the opportunity to sit in. Like I wasn't in a position where, I mean, the only movies that I went and saw when I was that age was movies that like my family wanted to see because I have a bunch of little sisters and we would all go together. And I don't think anyone in my family really cared to go watch Spider-Man. And, um, and so I, I just, I missed it. Yeah. And then I worked at a movie theater when amazing Spider-Man came out. In, In fact, um, me and Victoria, the first, the first, first podcast we did, like before we started doing Harry Potter Minute, um, when it was just like us on our own, we did 
we we've only done a couple episodes for our Patreon, but we did a show called I Nerd That for a while where we were just doing like pop culture stuff like, oh, my goodness, mm. did you see this movie this week or did you hear who got cast for this role or whatever? Yeah, and right. I think we have an episode for for Amazing Spider-Man 2 where both of us like raved about how much we loved that movie, like r- like it, like gut reaction the, the day one. we watched it. I think the second one. Wow. Yeah. I might have that somewhere still. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have that audio somewhere because it happened. I'm pretty sure we recorded like the day we watched the second movie. Yeah. And, um, and I, you know, because I haven't read the comics, like I was sort of passingly aware of the fate of Gwen Stacy and like the sort of, um, what was going to happen with these characters. And, I really, my gut reaction then was that I loved it. And I'm pretty certain I haven't seen it again since. Whereas mm-hmm. this movie, I, man, I still rewatch this movie um, yeah. from time to time because, because as you guys have said multiple times before, like there's, there's a, there's an earnestness to it. There's, there's so much heart in this movie yeah. that uh, it's hard not to like Peter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, um, very, very, I mean, obviously yeah. it's a, it's a big production at a big studio, but very little seems like cash grabby. About yeah, it, yeah, you know? exactly. It's like, right. They weren't trying to start a universe with this. Yeah, they no. didn't know it would make as much money as it made. They they right. wanted it to be successful, but it was like, you know. it doesn't feel fan servicey. It doesn't feel right. like they're trying to do anything because, like, oh, this is what happens in the comics. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and it I just, think that it definitely just makes feels a like. Yeah, it just it just feels like Sam Raimi it just wants to make a good Spider-Man movie. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> it it I don't feel like I need to have a knowledge of the Spider-Man comics to appreciate what this movie is doing. Yeah. 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 Whereas a lot of some of the other movies um I'm really glad that I've been able to take the time to like dig into the history on Wikipedia or whatever like figure out who these characters are and sort of have that knowledge um that I wouldn't before, right? Like, yeah. whereas I worked at the theater when Iron Man 2 came out, and Iron Man 2 has the after credit scene that's sort of hinting that Thor is coming. And I remember mm-hmm. being in the theater and people walking out and, like, not understanding what that was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and these movies don't do that. These movies aren't catering to the comic book reader. They just want to be a good Spider-Man story. Right. And I think that makes them really effective. They're they're Spider-Man movies for everyone. Yeah. Yes, exactly. (laughs) These aren't movies that are only for the fans or people that have been following them for years and years and years. Like my mom likes this movie. Right. Yeah. She's not a comic book reader. Is the movie that's like, why did people get so into reading these comics in the first place? You know, it's like, can we replicate that feeling rather than just replicating where we're at in the state of comicdom or referencing comicdom. It's like, yeah, it, it is. I'm, I'm not, not, I don't mean this uh, in a bad way, but I feel like it's pitched younger somehow than um, like audience wise. Uh, sure. Obviously it's a big four quadrant movie and all kinds of people loved it, but it's, it's a type of one that isn't, it's not chasing the, like the teenager who's like edgy and doesn't yeah. want things to be colorful. It doesn't need, his attention really, but he'll well, watch it because it's Spider-Man. It, like I, we're not chasing movie, that dollar. I identified with this character, despite the fact that he's clearly 
a decade older than I was when the movie came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, a a little middle school Gary felt like, oh, this this guy is representative of myself. Mm-hmm. Where, like, you don't have that with Iron Man or, or Thor or Captain America. Like, I don't see myself in those characters. Mm-hmm. But I see myself in Peter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with that completely. I think he, um, Toby's Peter is just more of an everyman. I yeah. think, yeah. um, I, I think that, uh, I think Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man was very much sort of making a choice and playing that character as a very particular like it, it, it's like um, Andrew Garfield and uh, and 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 Mark Webb kind of made a decision with the character of like uh-huh. okay he's this kind of person yeah and yes. and and so they were like okay so we're gonna lean into that because they were making um, a different kind of movie they were ma- they, you know this Peter is trying to be a four quadrant Peter like this is a <laughs> you know like I I think you know when you look at Amazing Spider Man you have you know, Peter like hanging out in a, in a half pipe and like doing skateboarding tricks. You're like, yeah. oh, okay, this is, this is a different, this is a different thing. Like this I, isn't I don't the, like earnest nerdy. Yeah. Like science I don't, kid, I don't watch, I don't watch the amazing Spider-Man movies and, and feel like I'm watching any part of myself. Yeah. I feel like I'm watching a character about some guy named Peter Parker. Yeah, um, I, I back to that like that hallway scene in the first one with with him and mm-hmm. Gwen Stacy. I think like that's the moment that I'm like, oh, like that feels like the now Peter that like I identify yeah. with. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, it, it it it. I don't know. It's interesting, but like, uh, yeah. And then and then you know you look at the new guy, and I don't see myself in that character at all. Like there there's nothing about, Ooh. but he's still. Playing it in a way that I I feel like there's gonna be there's gonna be kids growing up who are gonna see themselves sure as that Connects, guy. Like, I'm really interested in that. that. Yeah, I'm really interested in that because for me, like, I think that Tom Holland's portrayal of Peter is probably the most like I felt like I was as a kid. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, like that high school sort of like, you know being part of different groups and clubs and having sort of an antagonist, but like still. Mm, no, you're not 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 so much the outcast, but sort of having to make that decision to be to kind of go your own way. Yeah. Um, I, I love I love the idea of little Gary calling his bully his antagonist. <laughs> I, I don't know why I use that. I mean, I think because it's a movie we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I just I, I just love the idea. I, uh, <laughs> Let's go with that. My my antagonist, he was a jerk. <laughs> I, there's, um, there's something there, though. The idea that, like, both of the new takes on Spider-Man are, um, are, are genuine attempts at doing a new uh, youthful in the time that we live in youthful take yes. on Spider-Man. Yes. Not right. just, you know, this is evoking the the sort of past youth of um, the whole series of comics that led to here that there's parts of this movie that feel like, Oh, 1960s when this was written and parts of it that feel like 2002 when it was made, uh-huh. but that it's um, 
I almost feel like they had the same goal. I just think they pulled it off a, a lot better the second time around. Me personally, yeah. I agree. Yeah, that like. Yeah, oh. I mean, from from what I can tell, um, mm. and and maybe you know, I, I'm sure there's always there's always exceptions to every every yeah. rule, but mm. uh, as far as I can tell, the people who really love Amazing Spider-Man and see themselves as that Peter are all guys who are 20 years or older like between 20 and 29 yeah and are 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 just like they have a very specific personality Mm -hmm. that i can't really describe but they're the type of person who was sort of raised on the dark night sure and yes there you go those are the guy those are the guys who love that well, that I, Peter and just like, oh yeah, no, that's that's my guy. I think um I think that might be why I had I when I watched the Amazing Spider-Man movies for the first time, I really really enjoyed them. But I mm-hmm. haven't returned to them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. and I think that that's an interesting reaction. Uh watching them in the theater and kind of seeing his portrayal and being like, "Oh, I I I I understand this guy. I might not identify with him, but like I get him. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I think yeah. that that's interesting because 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 it definitely makes the difference. Whereas like I have gone back and at least watched this movie and the second one. Um mm-hmm. because I see myself more in, in Tobey Maguire's Peter. Yeah. 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 I just think he's more relatable. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, than, I think he relates to other. more people, whereas like the other like the amazing one relates to a specific type of person. Sure. Whereas like right. You know, this Peter is just like good kid guy. You know, oh, right, Peter, ah, oh, Peter, and and oh, the Peter. Tom Holland one again is is a very specific. I mean, that one might be more of a generational gap than anything else. Yeah, um, I understand that. But but again, it's it's the thing where I I watch it and I love this kid and I love watching this kid, but I don't relate to him mm-hmm. um, the way that I relate to Toby's Peter. Uh, yeah. But that's that's not saying anything bad about um, the Amazing Spider-Man movies or about uh, about homecoming. Tom Holland, yeah, uh, yeah, Homecoming. But sure. like, it, it's 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 just it's more about me than anything else. Is <laughs> um, I just I just relate to this dork. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how how old were you when these movies were coming out, Scott? Like, were uh, you w- closer in age to Tobey Maguire? I was sixteen. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so I could I can I can understand. I can understand that whereas like I think when Amazing Spider-Man came out off the top of my head I couldn't tell you how old I was, but it, I must have been like a couple years out of high school. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it it felt I I do see the more contemporary kind of thing. And yeah, like Tom Holland because he is a character in high school, there's a decade between me and him. And so uh-huh. I don't necessarily see myself entirely in like that character because because his world is different than mine was when I was that age. Yeah. But yeah. uh I can appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. No. We're I mean, we're going to have a lot of a lot of more opportunities to get even deeper into these when we when we get to the new ones cuz yeah. everybody there's like you've already said it this week I believe Scott there's Spider-Man movies for everyone, you know? uh-huh. like, right? Absolutely. Like, I it, yeah, it's going to be interesting because I think that um, I think when we get to those movies, uh, I'm I'm almost afraid that people will be like, "God, you're bringing up Tobey Maguire a lot." 
Um, and so I'm going to try and be – when we get there, the reason I'm wanting to bring up like comparisons now is because I feel like people are going to complain about it less now <laughs> sure. than they would if we were doing it when we were covering mm -hmm. those movies and looking yeah. back at Toby. Rather yeah. than looking um, because forward it, at what's happening. Right, I right. Because it. it seems to me that th those fans uh, are, are very um, – uh, I don't know, touchy. Um, they're sure, a little, sure. they, yeah. they, they strike me as a little, a little touchy and they, they don't like, they don't like their guy being compared to this guy. Yeah. Um, I'm never, I'm never knocking Garfield when yeah. I say I, I relate more to this guy. Cause right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. again, it's, it's that thing where it's like, it's like, I, just because I relate more to this guy doesn't mean that Garfield did anything wrong. Yeah. I yeah. understand yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, anyway. Um, well, Gary, thanks for uh, opening up that can of worms. Um, <laughs> Had to be opened at some point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for uh, joining us these past three days. Uh, Thank you for having me. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, one more time, uh, why don't you, uh, tell people where they can find you? Of course. Well, uh. Both the shows that I do with my co-host Victoria, of course, are on DuelingGenre.com along with this one. So you can check out us at Ferris Bueller's Minute Off or Harry Potter Minute. Um, we are on hiatus with Harry Potter at the moment, but we'll be back. I believe November is the, is the is when we've been kind of talking about coming back with season two for Chamber of Secrets. Cool. Uh, we're planning on doing some fun bonus stuff before that happens in the next few months, but that's when we'll really start the show proper. And... Uh, yeah, we're on awesome. iTunes and Stitcher and all that stuff. So find us. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Uh, all right. Well, uh, we will be back tomorrow with minute 99. <gasps> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.